Let us pray. Father, thank you for making me righteous and accepted through the blood of Jesus. Because of that, I am blessed and highly favored by you. I am the object of your affection. Your favor surrounds me as a shield. And the first thing that people come in contact with is my favor shield. Thank you that I have favor with you and man today. All day long, people go out of their way to bless and to help me. I have favor with everyone that I deal with today. Doors that were once closed are now open for me. I receive preferential treatment and I have special privileges. I am God's favorite child. No good thing will he withhold from me. Because of God's favor, my enemies cannot triumph over me. I have supernatural increase in promotion. I declare restoration of everything that the devil has stolen from me. I have honor in the midst of my adversaries and an increase of assets, especially in real estate and an expansion of territory. Because I am highly favored by God, I experience great victories, supernatural turnarounds and miraculous breakthroughs in the midst of great impossibilities. I receive recognition, prominence, and honor. Petitions are granted to me even by ungodly authorities. Policies, rules, regulations, and laws are changed and reversed on my behalf. I win battles and I don't even have to fight because God fights them for me. This is the day, the set time, the designated moment for me to experience the free favors of God that profusely and lavishly abound on my behalf. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. I said I didn't want to wake up and have to do a tribute show but well today's the day today is the day that God called his son home Earl Simmons aka Darkman X aka DMX his family today have decided to let his child come home there were a series of tests ran and the brain activity did not change. So unfortunately, 
we have to say goodbye to our dog, our underdog. Hate it or love it, the underdog was always on top, especially when it came to DMX. This is a very sad day. You know, the fact that I'm able to keep my composure is a miracle because I was such a big fan. Definitely looked up to X because through trauma, addiction, and pain, he still was able to succeed and overachieve his whole entire life. You know, it is a blessing that he lived to see 50 years old. It was a blessing that he had his 15 children. It was a blessing to see that X was finally finding peace within himself. And I just want to say, off off the rip, rest in peace, Earl Simmons, a.k.a. DMX. We love you. And now, it is my pleasure to give this tribute. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. All right, all right. Let me give my, um, let me get my shit together, man. X was born in Yonkers. Yonkers, New York. Born in, on December 18, 1970, in Mount Vernon, New York. And he got into the rap game as a rap battler and was known as a legend, known as the rapper with the dog that robs people. <laughs> Earl, Earl, Earl. He dropped his first single actually in 1992 called Born Loser. And it was met with limited fanfare as DMX spent the next five years searching out for a record deal while his other peers were getting on in the rap game. Peers that he has battled, peers that he has respected, and peers that have looked up to him. But in 1997, with the help of Irv Gotti, who had a job at Def Jam in the A&R department, DMX was signed. Although DMX tells a funny story of how he tried to sign with Puffy, DMX said, Puff told him that, man, women don't want to hear, I mean, I'm trying to market to the ladies, you know what I'm saying? You're going to scare all these women away with all that barking. Meanwhile, DMX has a very strong female fan base, and there were female fans that loved when he barked and yelled and did all that other shit. Obviously, he wouldn't have 15 kids if he didn't have a female fan base. <laughs> In 1997, this was af- this was after um, DMX had suffered uh, a beatdown. You know, he was still he still had the um, the Kanye jaw wires 
joints going on. And when he spit for Leora Cohen, the damn braces were coming off and shit like that. This was DMX being born. He was a, he originally went by Darkman X, but 1990 motherfucking eight was a big year for DMX. Man, let me tell you something. I remember the first DMX song I heard him on. This is a beat that I can freak to just drop the reels. Y'all niggas know my skills. Money, power, and respect. You see, the locks were signed to Bad Boy in 1996. The locks and Mary J. Blige were trying to get people to notice DMX because DMX was on way before the locks. DMX was already a hood legend by then, by 1998. So for him to finally be able to drop that to drop that single and to get a little buzz and then um mace on his 1997 album harlem world had a track called 24 hours to live that featured dmx the locks mace and black rob you got 24 hours to live just think what would you go who would you do who would you screw oh yeah and puff was on the hook forgot about that but yeah, man. His debut album, It's Dark and Hell is High, landed in stores in, 19, in early 1998 to high, high, high fanfare, critical acclaim, and was a certified classic album. And yes, nigga, we're not throwing that shit around, people. We not throwing the word around, just throw the word around, nigga. It was a classic. You understand? But the first single was Get At Me Dog, featuring Sheik Looch. And let me tell you when that boom 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 boom. It's Dark and Hell is Hot had a lot of my favorite DMX songs on there. Then, Stop Being Greedy. Stop Being Greedy. Man, let me tell you something. That's one of my favorite instrumentals like ever, ever, ever made. Stop Being Motherfucking Greedy. That's my shit. And then it had DMX's most notable song. Stop, drop, shut them down, open up, shop. Rough Riders motherfucking anthem. Man, when that song came out, DMX was gone and out of here and was a commercial superstar. 1998 was a big year for DMX. And then also on that album, I mean, he had a lot of introspective. Oh, yeah. And how's it going down with Faith Evans? That was out on that album. That shit was out of here. I tell you, this is what landed DMX the ladies. How's it going down, drop boy? All them girls was bumping that goddamn DMX. 
But then, later on that year, he would go on to star in his first feature film, Belly. Now, although Nas's acting was god-awful, DMX showed his acting chops. And he was out of there in Belly. He proved that he can be an action star. And he was an incredible, incredible actor. But yes, Belly was, you know, a movie about drug dealing, basically. <laughs> but the soundtrack, you know, that was dope. You know, with the grand finale track with Meth, uh, Ja, and Nas. That was a huge record. But man, not only that, Leor Cohen had to beg DMX to do a second album. They asked him simply, DMX, do you have another album? Because DMX saved Def Jam. Def Jam was Jay-Z, DMX, and Ja Rule all saved Def Jam. Because Def Jam was dying out, looking for its next big star. Because LL, yeah, he was a huge star and all that, but LL didn't drop every year. DMX was something special. And then also, DMX's love of God, which is something that is very underrated about his character, which is barely ever mentioned when news outlets report about DMX. X's love for God. X's love for the Lord. X's love for his grandmother. Mariella Holloway. We'll get to that in a minute. But um, then DMX went back to drop Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Another classic, another number one album. This is all within like a short period of time. We're talking about eight months. Oh, yeah, get your popcorn ready, folks. I'm going to give you my story on X. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, There was a track on uh, Dark and Hell is Hot, I believe. Was that on Flesh of My Flesh or uh, was that joint? Tell me that joint was on there. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, on, on It's Dark and Hell is Hot. That joint. With Mace and the Locks, niggas done started something. My God, I can't tell you how many times me and my brother played niggas don't then started something. And oh yeah, the title of the show is called uh, "For My Dogs," you know. But I, I I got into it, you know. I got into it a little bit too deep to name the title. But yeah, X. This man here. With flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. No love for me was that first single, I believe, off that album. Ain't no other cats got love for me. Ain't no cats gonna bust love for me. Ain't no cats gonna... Man, listen, bruh. That song, I was addicted to that song. I... And then, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood, but one of DMX's best songs 
probably you can argue that it's his best song. You can argue that that is DMX's best song. We talking about I'm slipping, falling, can't get up, so I'm slipping, falling, gots to get up, get back on my feet so I can tear shit up. Yes. Yes. That's all I can say right now is yes. Yes, motherfucker. Yes. One of the most spiritual songs and reflective songs. It was mostly produced by Swiss Beats and shit, by the way. And it, it's all good. It's all right. Fuck all day. Fuck all night was on there. Dog, that record was crazy. It was a different look for X. It was a little feel good. DMX on there. Having a good time. And Blackout with the locks and Jay-Z. Oh, my God. One of the greatest posse cuts ever. And then, in 1999, DMX dropped his third album called And Then There Was X. My God. Yo. 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 Let me tell y'all something, man. Three classics in a row is hard to do. Jay-Z didn't do it. Nas didn't do it. Eminem didn't do it. Tupac didn't do it. Biggie could have. Just saying. Um, Outkast dropped three straight classics. But DMX dropped three classics in a row. Well, then, then there was X. And the main single off there, boy. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here. Man, y'all don't know the half. Y'all would not understand the importance of how big that record was. How big of a smash that record was. Allegedly, there was a bird that I heard that um, that was a, a response to Corrupts calling out names. And if you listen to the lyrics, it, it kind of sounded like a diss song. I don't know if X confirmed that, but you know, him and Corrupt was in a rap battle at the time. And Party Up was the response to calling out names by Corrupt. You whack, you twisted, your girl's a hoe. You broke the kid ain't yours and everybody know. Woo. Oh my God. Disrespectful. And then, what's my name? DMX and I be the best. You see the rest. You looking like you need a rest. One more time. Bruh. What's my name? That's up there, bruh. You, DMX got so many hits that you can't really determine what X's best song really is, man. I mean, I'd put Rough Riders Anthem as the de facto number one, but he has so many. And then, and then there was X had 
a lot of introspection on there, man. I mean, here we go again. Fame. One more road to cross. I mean, that DXL, hard white with the locks and drag on. And then my personal favorite from that album. This is my favorite. Oh, and then we, we oh, shit. Hold on before we get to my personal favorite song. Did we not mention this? Did we not mention this? I'm saying though, I had to play that one. I had to just play it real quick. I had to. Come on, man. I mean, we talking Prime Cisco, Prime DMX. Oh yeah, this gonna be a long show. I'ma go over 30 for X. We going down the line here. Listen, man. Dog. <laughs> man. What these bitches want from a nigga? It was Linda Felicia. Linda Felicia. Lisa. 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 party my cousin had me play that song 12 times and i understood the significance of it even at a young age x was the man then my personal favorite on and then there was x why do good girls like bad guys why do good girl man don't don't get me started on that song bro that shit was incredible boy DMX and old girl, man, she, they ripped that. And it's the truth. DMX told the motherfucking truth, and not to mention all of the prayers on DMX albums. When I was having a fucked up day, when I needed the hand of God, I channeled the hand of God through DMX. Because I'm non-traditional, I'm unconventional. And I like to seek things my way. DMX prayers were fucking awesome. Alright, man, let's move on to um because DMX move had a hiatus. So X in uh 2000 co-starred alongside Jet Li, Aaliyah, Isaiah Washington, and Anthony Anderson in the Joel Silver debut of DMX and Romeo Must Die. And let me tell you something, that Romeo Must Die soundtrack is a classic, man. Aaliyah, although Aaliyah wasn't the best actress in the world yet, she killed that shit, though. DMX role in that movie was dope. He played a, a club owner named Silk. Yeah, man. Aaliyah and DMX come back in one piece. My favorite DMX verse of all time. If y'all be on my timelines on Insta, Facebook, and all that shit, man. Um, come back in one piece is my favorite DMX verse. And then, you know, then 
he starred alongside Steven Seagal that next year in Exit Wounds. And that Exit Wounds soundtrack, I just listened to that for the first time in about 20 years, three days ago. And Exit Wounds soundtrack was solid. He had that Ain't No Sunshine. Yeah. That's the joint. That was the theme of the movie and all that. Starring alongside Drag On, Steven Seagal, Michael J. White. It was about corrupt Detroit cops. Ain't that a bitch? Bill Duke. You know you done fucked up, right? Yeah. Then DMX in 2002 starred... Well, actually, um... Yeah, 2002, or that was 04, my bad. I think DMX in 02 had a break or something. Yeah. DMX in 2003, this was a big, another big year for X, as he starred alongside Jet Li, Anthony Anderson, Drag On, Gabrielle Union, and Cradle to the Grave. And that movie was good as hell. As DMX tries to, re to retrieve his uh, kidnapped daughter, as Jet Li tries to pursue diamond dealers of dangerous stones, and um, X gonna give it to you. That was another big pop record. That was another party up. That was another, you know, that was a uh, that was a joint, man. Like. X Gonna Give It To You was a big record for him. And then I'm gonna crawl, and then I'm gonna walk, and I'm gonna stand. And then he had, um, whatever, which way the day go, right or wrong. That was all on the uh, Cradle to the Grave soundtrack. Then, he dropped his fourth album, his long-awaited fourth album, Grand Champ. Although I don't consider it a classic album, I mean, it was 24 tracks, but it has some heaters on there. Where the hood, where the hood, where the hood at? That was another big street record. Then he had, um, Ayo Kato, as you know, he paid tribute to one of his fallen comrades. Okay great album. That, Grand Champ was still a good album. Now, don't get it fucked up. And then he had Get It On The Flow. You don't want to party, then your ass gotta go. You don't want to party, then your ass gotta go. Then ride to this motherfucker. Bounce to this motherfucker. Dog. Get It On The Flow is a banger. Yeah, I love that shit, bro. Like, that was out of there. That record was gone. I tell you. When that motherfucker come on in the white clubs, yeah, I said it. Them motherfuckers start mosh pitting. It was just that kind of record, bro. That kind of record. It was a party. You understand me? And then, um, let's see, what else was on that album? And then Shot Down with 50 and Styles P. My goodness. You don't come out of you. Don't play that because what come out your mouth can get you shot down. That record was crazy. He had a joint with Patty LaBelle, nigga. Come on now. 
shit, even on um, and then there was actually had a record with Regina Bell, bro. Come on, bro. This DMX we talking about here, the dog. I mean, come on, man. Then he had fuck y'all niggas. We go hard with Killer Cam. The dog is out. My life, which is my shit on there. Then. In 2006. DMX left Def Jam. And signed a deal with Columbia Records. To drop his. Uh, I believe this is his fifth album. Called Year of the Dog Again. And his first single, We In Here, let me tell y'all something. That nigga DMX was in his bag on We In Here, bro. I'm gonna bury a box with you in it? What? Now, this might not be as big of an album as his other albums, but let me tell y'all something, man. That year, the dog again, bro, was crazy. When I come through, everything gonna stop with, with Buster and Swiss. Give them what they want. And then the first single of the album, Lord, Give Me a Sign, which is what I played at the beginning of this special right here. Then Dog Love with Amarie. That was crazy. And then... He went on hiatus, and although this wasn't my favorite DMX album, it's honestly his weakest project, DMX still had flashes of that old DMX from back in the day, as he dropped his sixth and final album called Undisputed in 2012. It had what they don't know, y'all don't really know, and this wasn't the version with Buster. The version with Buster was better. And get your money up. And then he did a sequel to Slippin', which a lot of people did not know, called Slippin' Again. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to listen to that. Because you could tell DMX was just not there. And then he dropped another single called I Don't Dance with Machine Gun Kelly. But, all in all... DMX had the potential to be one of the top five greatest rappers of all time. He had top ten talent. And his legacy will continuously live on through other artists that looked up to him. DMX was one of a kind. A one of one. And he was the only rapper with the courage to bark like a dog on every motherfucking song. And that's what we, as people, enjoyed. So, that is my show. I don't want to drag it along any longer than what it is. I just want to say, rest in peace, DMX. I love you. And I will see you on the other side, brother. Two things that I did forget to mention. One, the Great Depression. How could I forget about the Great Depression album? How could I forget about that shit? 
I actually had to come back on and uh, talk about that. The Great Depression. How can we forget? Bring it. What? We right here. We not going anywhere. Yeah, how could we forget that album? How could I forget that album? I just felt like that album was underrated. That might be a classic album. And not to mention my shit. Shorty, we only did it for that. Not man, dog. Don't get me started on Shorty was the bomb. Then, the big one. They don't know who we be. Man, when that record came out, boy, I was fucking lit. That was fucking lit. I swear to God, that record is crazy. The cadence, the style, the delivery was insane. That was a big record for him. Um, What else is on there? Oh, yeah. The record I forgot to mention about his grandmother. I Miss You with Faith Evans. That was a beautiful record. That was one another favorite ex record of mine. I Miss You. You Could Be Blind. That was a great song. Number 11. I'm a bang. You know what I mean? That album was crazy. And then also, I forgot about Never Die Alone. That was a very good movie. DMX. I don't know, man. This this could have been Academy Award winning, man, to be honest. If you look at Never Die Alone, man, he was really, really, really good in that movie. I think that movie should have got at least a best film nod or something. Never Die Alone was a classic movie, man. Great movie, man.